Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Shout out everybody. That's from Little Orphan Annie movie, if you don't remember. One of my favorites all the time. I'm Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector. The show is called Philanthropy in Focus. And I skipped over that. I'm Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector. I wanted to do that. But I, I was feeling like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I am so fired up today. And it's not even the fact that there's a lot of caffeine in my body. I'm just fired up for the topic. I'm fired up for my friends that are in the virtual attic with me today. I'm fired up for the stories we're going to tell. I'm fired up for this shirt. If you're only listening, think Leprechaun Tuxedo T-shirt. If you're watching, just tell me how great the T-shirt is right on. Where can you watch? You can watch us on LinkedIn. You can watch us on Facebook. You could watch us. uh, I think we're on. You can watch the show live on Twitter now. Logan's going to help me out if that's right. We're all over the place. The show is philanthropy and focus. If you need to get to your boy, go to Instagram. That's really my spot right now. TommyD.NYC on Instagram. If you need to send me an email, if you need to, you'd like to, it's TommyD at philanthropy and focus, P-H-O-C-U-S.com. Y-P-H-O-C-U-S, Tommy D. Well, here's the thing, Tommy D. Let me tell you that. He's having a conversation with himself again. Yes, he is. I think there was three Tommy D's in that conversation. So let's try and dial it back for a second. The reason it's P-H-O-C-U-S is because I think it's cute. I like alliteration. Philanthropy starts with a P-H. My focus starts with a P-H. I grew up in a generation where you used to say a word fat, and it had nothing to do with someone's size. It spelled P-H. And I said this to, I taught my eight-year-old the other day. It's like, yeah, this is why I do this show that way, because fat. And he goes, yeah, yeah. So what did fat mean? I said, well, it kind of something was cool or like trending or whatever. And I was like, but. But hold on a second. Don't start like going around saying that's fat or he's fat or she's fat. If you like somebody or something they're doing, because people are not going to know that you don't mean, you know, that someone is overweight. Anyway, didn't know I was going to tell you all that today, but that is the reason why the show starts with a PH. All right. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Look, I had a cousin, Linda Ann Cunningham, and my cousin, Linda, she had special needs, or as we say right now, intellectual and developmental disabilities. We founded the Lindy Lou Foundation. I should take that back. My Aunt Ellen and my cousins founded it. They just said to Tommy D, hey, you got a big mouth. People pay attention to what you're doing. People like you and they do like me because I feel like I need to be liked so I make people like me. But that's a whole nother thing. I'll talk to my shrink about that later next week. But here's the thing about it. The Lindy Lou Foundation has been giving back to nonprofit organizations serving this very special community. And people might not understand why I got so involved in nonprofit or why I got so involved specifically to organizations like the Spirit of Huntington Art Center, where I am now a board member, or Civility, where I am now a board member, right? Because they serve a very important and special population to me and a population that we must continue to support and bring them resources. So here's the thing. I have this great opportunity to meet with this morning two friends of mine, Chris Ponzio and Lisa Lee. I'm going to play with that name. I said at least I said it in the virtual green room, but Lisa Lee. I don't, I just, it's something about it. It just, I mean, it, the, the older name, the name you used to have that you told me before, would it wouldn't have flowed as nicely, although I do it's know how to, mouthful. <laughs> I, I know how to pronounce Ben Savenga because my name is Demisa. Everybody knows me as Tommy D. It's a brand now, the nonprofit sector connected Tommy D, a brand. A little, maybe I'll put a little TM trademark next. <laughs> there you go. Right, right. That's it. So look, we're going to have some fun today. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about a word that I, I want to sp- say specifically opportunity and access opportunity and access specifically to our community our community of folks with intellectual developmental disabilities i am so tired of the fact that we for years focus on what people don't have an ability at where they are not strong and and then we put people in the categories i promise you this you might think i have some relative success in my life if you watch the show my show not just this program but i mean my show the tommy d show my life I would tell you this, um, there's a lot of stuff that I am not good at, like a lot of stuff, and or, or I don't have the ability to complete and do, right? If we focus on all the things I wasn't good at, or if everybody wasn't good at, nobody would do anything. God, I sound like Tony Robbins for a second. That was like Tony Robbins was. No one would do anything. My point is, we accentuate people's abilities, we offer access, we find out where people are strong. And then we go and serve them and give them those opportunities. One in 36 children are diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. Uh, it is a spectrum. Okay. I've shared on the show before. 
I have recently received my own diagnosis of ADHD, which probably blows the minds of anybody who's met me before. I think that's a joke because most people go, really, no kidding. I said, I know. I was the last one to know. Like, really, Tommy, do you have ADHD? Is that why we see you doing 15 different things all the time? Yeah, that's part of it. But the point is, everything in life, I believe, whether it be mental health or uh, disabilities or, you know, or certainly other cognitive impairments. It's a spectrum. It is not the same. We are all individuals. I will try to get off of my soapbox. Let me step down. Okay. <clears throat> my soapbox. And I will try to not rant because I have two friends here and I'm going to let them rant. And really, I'm going to let them tell the great special stories about the accomplishments. Two weeks ago. Well, two weeks ago, this happened. Three, four weeks ago, my friend Chris reached out to me, Chris Ponzio, executive director of Winter Center for Autism. And she said, yo, Tommy, she didn't say yo. I'll translate. <laughs> I thought she said, yo, Tommy D, don't you have like, like your dad or somebody's like in the ice cream business or something like that? And I said, my dad, the original Tommy D, owns Ralph's Italian Ices in Huntington on New York Avenue. With This doesn't mean anything if you're finding this in, in Portugal. But if you ever make it to Long Island, we'll hook up we'll have an Italian ice from Portugal. But it, if you know anything about Long Island, Huntington, the Paramount Theater, there's a little Ralph's Italian Ices there. That's my dad's store. My dad has really... Um, help support my efforts as a nonprofit sector connector, help support my efforts to do 60 days of service, even just up till yesterday when I went out to Sunken Meadow Park and scooped Italian ices for Girls Inc. of Long Island because my friend Renee Daniel Flagler, I I didn't even finish the story with Christine yet. My friend Renee Daniel Flagler asked me uh, five years ago, we talked about that she wanted to have a golf event for the girls. This week was middle school girls golf camp. Next week is high school girls golf camp. So if you want an Italian ice, meet me at 315 Sunken Meadow Park next week. And uh, I'll give you an Italian ice because I'll be there for serving Italian ices to the high school girls um, from Girls Inc. That they'll be going through the camp there. Anyhow, back to the original story. I think I'm in two right now. Back to the original story. Chris said, doesn't your dad have like an ice cream store? And I said, yes. So two weeks ago, I had the opportunity to... Yeah, on it was like a it was a cool breezy day. It was 99 degrees in the shade. <laughs> and I don't know what was melting faster, the Italian ice or your boy. I don't know. It was a tough day. It was hot. Chris had set up a tent for me, which I needed. But Chris, it was warm, right or wrong? Oh, it, it was sweltering. It was it was fun, but it was hot. Now look, back in my day, you know, I would have said nothing better than a cold beer. But, you know, I drink non-alcoholic beer at this point. But I would have said nothing better than a cold beer on a hot day. But nothing better than an Italian ice on a hot day, especially that rainbow ice. And people seem to take a, take a real shine the rainbow ice. Anyway, we'll try to leave that all there. I had the opportunity to celebrate with Chris and team because they were celebrating the one-year anniversary of Winter's Center for Autism. What a way to get to a story, Tommy D. It took nine minutes to tell a story about scooping Italian ices. But the point is, at that event, I learned that just in one year, 120 participants have gone through the vocational and training program that Winter Center for Autism offers. Now, 30% of those people, those young people, have now got have received gainful employment. But there's training we're going to talk about. It goes back to my word, and I hope Chris and Lisa will agree with me, it goes back to this word accessibility. Because I always believe it's not about you know, I, I I live and see the world from abundance. I don't see the world from scarcity. I think scarcity is shenanigans. Ha, <laughs> nice job with the shirt, Tommy. <laughs> I think that it is shenanigans. And I believe, by the way, just so you all know, I, I might look like, you know, people say, oh, you're Italian or you're Greek or whatever. Actually, I'm from Franklin Square. But my <laughs> I tell you the thing is because my mother's family is is all Irish. So I'm allowed to wear this. I have... There's the Coxes and the Feenies and the Cunninghams and the Nashes. Those are my people. It's not just a bunch of the Mises. I have a whole, there's a whole other side of the family. My mother has green eyes. She has blonde hair. We look nothing alike, but I believe she is my mother because she told me so. That's how you know somebody's your mom. They say, oh, hi, I'm your mom. And I said, hello, I'm Tommy D. <laughs> she still to this day calls me Pounds. <laughs> anyway, I'll try. We're going to go to a break before I even introduce you guys. So. Chris Ponzio, executive director, really from the founding of this organization, what I'd like you to do is, first of all, I haven't even let you say hello. I haven't let Lisa say hello. I've just been going on. Chris, tell me about the organization, if you could succinctly, right, what the organization is. And then we're going to dive into your background and Lisa's. But tell me about the organization and how you got there and then how Lisa came on, I guess, pretty early on with you. It's only been a year since the organization's been going, right? 
Yeah, so the actual uh, Winter Center for Autism, our our founder, the amazing late Joe Winters, um, and his wife, Michelle, have a son, Sean, who has autism and really inspired, as Joe would tell, to take his blessings in the Winters Brothers Waste Systems company that he built and give back in a big way to autism. The unemployment rate for adults with autism is 90%. So he really felt that he could take his platform at Winters Brothers. Uh, He started hiring adults with autism in 2015. Not his son, by the way, because uh, he started this program four years before his son ever joined. And then decided that other businesses really didn't know about this. You know, they need to know that there are really talented employees out there. So he wanted to create something, uh, specifically now the Winters Center for Autism, uh, to provide the training to people, but not just that, be the bridge to also help the Long Island businesses to really understand how to help people on the spectrum get jobs, keep keep jobs, but also excel. So the story started when they incorporated um, at the lab, you know, it was, uh, it was to November 2019. I came on board to uh, January 2020. And we built the center, we built the campus, we built the building, and uh, we're we're now operating for a year. We're going to dive into programs, we're going to dive into that bridge that was built, we're going to dive into accessibility, introduce your friend Lisa Lee, and now my new friend Lisa Lee. I, I could just say Lisa, but you know what, it's just funny to say it that way, and that's, you know, Tommy D is one word, you know, so Lisa, Chris, introduce us to Lisa. I, as I look back, I mean, I have my notes here. Lisa's been a, you know, a special education teacher with 33 years of experience. You all have met for, you know, each other for a long time. I mean, I don't know know what kind of math we want to do here, but, you know, it's interesting to me because, you know, when I think about IDD and then I think about DDI, right, it's very interesting how those, those two acronyms go together. So Chris, why don't you tell us what DDI is and how you and Lisa originally connected and that's, and then Lisa could talk a little bit too. Sure. DDI is an incredible nonprofit that has been serving um, children and adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities from the 1960s. Lisa and I both got our careers started there in their children's residential program. And I don't know that we knew it then, but I think in the field, they refer to us as lifers. You know, Yeah, the people who just start in the field, fall in love with what they do and are really committed to staying in the nonprofit world and making a difference. So we met back then, and it didn't take me very long after coming here to uh, reach out to Lisa and say, you know, this is, uh, help me build this. So this is my friend, Lisa Lee. So Lisa, how many times did you say no before, you know, you came over? None. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> tell None, zero. Tell, tell me about that phone call. And it was a kind of like an obvious, like, this is my friend. This is my colleague. She's reaching out and we can do this together. Sure, absolutely. So I had actually um, spent some of my my time um, at DDI doing consultation for for public schools, and really, um, what I I learned and what Chris and I would often speak about is um, services evolving for young children and spending time in secondary, most specifically high school, is really where I I got to hear families being anxious about what's going to happen after graduation. Um, or, 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 you know, or just um, we're really worried, do we go the college route, but college doesn't seem the fit, and, um, but we're concerned about um, getting a job and getting through the interview, and that, and that stayed with me and resonated with me, so, so when um, Chris and I were talking about the center, and as it was evolving, and, and once um, an opportunity present, was presented to me, it was just, for me, it was just, um, the ability to to come on board and work with people who share the same passion and vision and for, for adults, it was a no-brainer for me. And I'm just happy to be here and happy to be able to um to help to help um adults. I love, I love that. I mean, this is what it's about. Look, we talk about as our population, and I say to that, like I say our population, because I feel very connected and committed to the population of people with different abilities, you know, diverse abilities, right? I say we all have different abilities. I'm not trying to, to you know, to say uh, that things aren't different for different people, but I think we must focus on that the individuals, right? As much as we can, I think the world's a much more beautiful place when we focus on individuals instead of putting people in groups. I think if we did that, we'd solve a lot of problems on this planet for sure. So, um, you know, I think in terms of our population, 
And the parents with our population, I'm raising four kids myself with my wife, not just by myself. Exactly, she's raising four children and I'm helping her um, because she's doing a much better job. But there's a certain point where there's this cliff, this fall off, the aging out as our young people age out of at 21 years age, at 20, 21 years of age, age out of the school system. And there is this sort of concern and what is it going to look like? You know, uh, my cousin Linda, who was with us for 31 years, um, you know, Linda worked. She worked at Stop and Shop. She worked at CVS. She had a job coach and she was out there in the community and her and her friends, they bowled a couple nights a week. You know, it was like, this is, you know, not everybody has the same abilities, but people have, you know, there is opportunities for all of us. We're going to take a quick break, but when we talk about, when we come back, we're going to talk about the programs that the organization has. We're going to talk about training. We're going to talk about being that bridge. And what you said too, Chris, there about being a bridge and training for Long Island businesses. I sort of got those like hairs on the back of my neck. Oh, I got my pen stuck in my long curly. But I got those hairs on the back of my neck stood up because I was like, oh my God, this is our island. There's like 9 million people or something like that. There's like hundreds of thousands of businesses, right? Um, and I believe if we all make this commitment to learn how to make it accessible for different people with different abilities. We'll talk Spirit of Huntington because I got to shout out Spirit of Huntington and Artworks today. I must say it. We'll talk about it when we come back. We'll talk about all the other, and Spirit of Huntington is a nonprofit, but we'll talk about some of the for-profit businesses. And what I would encourage you to do if you have found this somewhere, if you found me in this program somewhere, is connect with Chris and Lisa over at Winters Center for Autism. And I was going to get the website real quick. Winters, plural, Winters center for autism.com so it's not dot org so right it's dot com so make a note of that it's dot com winters center for autism.com reach out to them if you are a business owner if you're a business leader if you're a manager a general manager whatever or if you're just a concerned employee and you want to make sure that you make your company accessible for other people do that anyway we'll be back in a minute i'm way over on the break guess what it's my show i do what i want we'll be right back (laughs) Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. only song in the history of songs about a guy doing a podcast about philanthropy from his attic on long island the only song that references an attic i mean there's other songs like toys in the attic this is more like tommy in the attic but brendan levy i love you i call him uncle brendan queen's chamber of commerce we were out together the other night with a handful of consultants that work with the nonprofit sector uh lee tucker brought us out to a museum lee tucker with uh, clifton larson allen brought us out to uh, to the uh um, taylor swift museum at a museum down in uh, 
uh, right over by Columbus Circle. And it was just like so cool. And Brendan and I took the train in, my friend Christine Deska from Nonprofit Sector Strategies. And my name dropping, yes, I am, because that's part of what I do, because I'm shouting out my friends, because I love my people, because my people support the nonprofit sector. And that's what it is. So uh, so that was so fun. Uh, and Brendan and I wrote that song together. And Brendan sings it, but I can sing it. Nonprofits need connections to move in right directions. I can sing it for you, but I'm going to pause because I've been doing most of the talking. So let's get into it. Chris Ponzio is here. Lisa Lee is here. The organization is Winter Center for Autism. Living out the 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 uh, vision of Joe and Michelle. You know, I, I really guess, and, and not to be like to be like arrogant that I know so much about this, but I never met Joe. But I've everything I hear is he was a wonderful man. And had great vision and really was part of I, I feel like you told me this, Chris, you had said to me like years ago, like when Joe had reached out to you on this, it was like a no brainer because you had so much admiration for him as a business professional, as a man. I mean, there's a backstory there, right? That yes. you guys, yeah. So tell me that because I think it's great for people to know, because at the end of the day, what are we talking about? But we're talking about stories of people. Absolutely. And I think um, I had the opportunity to meet Joe and Michelle when their son, Sean, was diagnosed uh, with autism. And just to give you the perspective of, of this, like this man, he and his brothers and their families moved up to Vermont uh, to really start their um, their waste business up there. And shortly after the move, within a year, Sean was diagnosed and Burlington, Vermont back then didn't have uh, services. So he came back to the, his roots, you know, with his family, everyone moved back to Long Island. And he came to DDI saying, I heard this was the best place that could help my son. And, you know, there was no availability. There was nothing. There was just such a burst in autism diagnoses. So Lisa and I actually worked there back then. And um, he asked the director at the time, how do you take your coffee, sir? And he said, uh, why? And he said, because I'm going to bring you coffee every morning until you have an opening um, to help my son. And you can't do this to me. I make me cry on my own show, Chris. It's not really allowed. It's, it's actually against the rules. Um, you know what, though? You're a dad, Tommy, so you get it. I mean, I see Joe going there with a the cup of coffee because, you know, he's persistent because he wanted to do whatever he could to get his son the support he needed. Larry Grubler came on this show, second ever episode, Transitional Services for New York, New York, and said to me, Tommy D, we all need support at different times in life. And, uh, you know, we, we say we would go to the ends of the earth for our children, you know, and I never, Michelle, I love meeting you in the parking lot at, at the Wow. At the center last week with the Italian Isis, again, I didn't know your husband, um, but seems like an incredible man. And and I'm sure he kept bringing the cup of coffee and eventually they found a spot, right? It was either find him a spot or just have to deal with this guy every morning was probably the thing, right? Yeah. And, and they did. And actually, Lisa was one of Sean's first teachers. Um, and, you know, his services were offered at home because we had no space. But what happened is, as Joe did for everyone in his life, is once Sean moved on, he called every year and said, you know, how's your family? Here's what's happening with Sean. Do you have any thoughts or suggestions? And, the, you know, that last call I had with him um, in 2019 was, you know, I want to have lunch with you. I have an idea. And this was his idea. And um, in a way that, you know, I understood that he had started something at Winters Brothers that was pretty spectacular. And I thought, of course, everybody there supports this. The boss's kid has autism. What I didn't know that first call was that uh, his son didn't work there. It was other adults on the autism spectrum. And it wasn't just because he was the boss. It was because the culture of the company is really a culture that every business should aspire to. And they tapped into these skills, abilities, and talents. And it wasn't charity. Right. You know, it was good for business. It was good for business. Right on. I say hashtag inclusion. What you might not know is I do sit on the New York City Advisory Board, everybody for Best Buddies, Best Buddies International. Anthony Shriver Kennedy founded the organization. If you don't know Best Buddies, well, text me. Well, I'm not going to give you my cell phone right now, but hit me up on Instagram, TommyD.NYC. Somebody told me recently, don't just give the whole world your cell phone number. Probably good advice, actually. Um, and then I saw, uh, you know, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful on um What's the show? Uh, Shark Tank, you know, okay. he said you have two cell phones. So you have a phone where you give everybody in the world 
like that, your direct reports, your not direct reports, people you know, that cell phone, and they will respect that and they won't call you. And then you have another phone, which is like the phone for like the very, very inner circle. I don't know if that's a good move or not, Mr. Wonderful, but anyway. So the thing is, I, I would say, you know, reach out if you want to learn more about Best Buddies, but reach out certainly if you want to learn more about this organization, Winters Center for Autism. Dot com autism Tommy D sounded out autism there you go dot com um so Chris so you just see Joe's vision and you go what I'm all in so you know it was um to just just put it out there he showed me these amazing floor plans he talked about this this vision and this space and um I I am a believer that you're part of the problem or you're part of the solution so there was and still is a huge problem. Um, get huge gap in services for adults with autism. And I thought, you know, I can complain about it or I could try to make an impact and change it. So get in the game, right? Be don't yes. come to me with problems. Come to me with ideas and solutions and resolutions, right? Let's fix things. That's, That's it. I'm That's gonna it. curse. I'm gonna curse. That's badass. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll tell it well, that, that was it. And that was the moment, you know, when you, when you see, and this was the other piece is that, you know, we're as nonprofits, right? We all know that it's hard work, right? Funding isn't always great. But when you get a business, when you get a family, when you get a visionary like Joe Winters, who wants to back something, you, you got to do it because that's what we all need. We need these corporate champions. We need people to really help us. Uh, and, and let's say it on Long Island, let's start there. Let's you know, let's be the model. Yeah. And that's a, that's a great story, you know, where you can change the really change the, what things look like. Lisa, you know, from your perspective, from a programmatic perspective, really, what is the look and feel of the organization for you? So from the beginning, when we started to, um, to meet families and, and we met them during, we were starting to meet them while, uh, while the pandemic was still, still pretty significant. And just to family after family hearing about their stories and how so many people have, have been, have been home and just want to get out, but want to get out with purpose and want to get out and, and, and work and learn and see other people. And, and time and time again, we heard so many stories very similar. So as we were moving towards the center's opening, um, we were, per, we were working with some trainees in businesses and, and really having some nice experiences there. And then really once, once the center opened, um, leading up to the center, we did, um, open houses where, where the, um, where the trainees would visit um, the center before we actually opened our doors. And so many beautiful things started to happen, not just being able to provide training, but people had seen each other who hadn't seen each other for years. They went to high school together and didn't even know that they would ever see one another again. And there was hugging in the parking lot and, and parents reconnecting. And and since in and for our trainees that have been here for a year now, that just um, that just blossomed um, there. So there's certainly um, great work going on in terms of job training and 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 skill acquisition. But what's even more important to that, and you think about ourselves and our own work experiences in our daily lives, what makes work good is the connection you have with the people that you work with. No doubt. And just seeing those connections, um, our our trainees connecting with one another, connecting, you know, with, with the staff um, and making plans like nothing warms our hearts more than to hear about how how folks got together over the weekend or, or got together one afternoon. And we're doing hanging out, doing things that that you do when you're an adult, you know, going to restaurants, going to bowling. And yeah. and it's really just um it's just been so beautiful to see and and just working with the businesses and having opportunities for our, our trainees to generalize what they've learned here at the center to those to those employment partnerships and um and it's it's only been a year we're just getting oh, started. It's we're only just been a year. Chris I know you got something to say but I just want to say we're just getting warmed up so Chris what do you, I see you getting ready to tell me something too well I just like two things Lisa is so modest but I think one of the things that is just been incredible is that I, you know, we had colleagues reaching out. I have people calling me saying, wait a minute, are you actually having adults with autism 
working during a pandemic? And I was like, yes. And they're like, are you nuts? And I said, it's dignity of risk. We had essential businesses that needed people and we had adults with autism that could be safe and follow CDC guidelines. So when Lisa started, she really oversaw that whole aspect of having young adults working in essential businesses who um, were were fantastic. And those businesses have since hired more adults on the spectrum and told, you know, the business to business connection is really the word of mouth that has had made us you know successful that's what it is though gang that's what like if you're listening and you lead a business that's what i want you to take from this you know look at this as a model look at this as you know in joe michelle's vision and and winter's brothers as a whole and the and the winter's uh, center for autism as a as an organization but think in terms of watch this watch this story pay close attention and see what's going to happen because I want to be part of this, Chris. I told, I texted you the other day, like after the ISIS. I mean, my hands were all sweaty because I was in my car and it was ninety. It was like hundred two. Listen, I wore rubber gloves when I was scooping the ISIS, everybody. So yes, I'm not, you did. <laughs> not like a sweaty mess when I'm scooping ISIS. But anyway, I I was texting. I was like, dude, I want to be a part of this. I want, and I was like emotional about. it. I was like, I want to be a part. Look. Should I be on uh, on the board of directors? Not that you're asking me. I don't probably have the capacity to, to do that right now. But to be a friend to the organization and align and bring my relationships, yeah, that's what that's why we're here today. That's why I was like, and you are, you I absolutely like, get are. on the show. I was like, gotta come on the show. Like, can you come on the show next week? And that's kind of how I talk. So a couple of things. I'm supposed to go to break, but here, job training. I want you to take that away. Write it down. I want you to write these down. These words, gang. Skill acquisition. Right. Dignity of risk. These are things to be mindful of. The last thing I want to shout out is Winter Center for Autism was a finalist in the Long Island Imagine Awards Vanguard Benefits category, rising star category. Uh, they were not the winner. It's other friends of ours, Hair We Share, that won. But, I mean, look, you know what? It's great to be a finalist, and I know Winter Center is coming right back next year for the Imagine Awards. So we'll talk about that. I've been on that committee. Shout out to Ken Serini, the whole thing. All right, we come back. Some of the things I want to talk about when we come back. I want to talk about Nellie's. Got to talk about Nellie's. Nellie and I have become friends. I'll tell you about that later. I want to talk Spirit of Huntington and how we could talk about an affiliation there. At least I want to come back and talk day in and day out what it looks like programmatically, because I really want to get into your side of things. You know, what it's like to work with the individuals, what it's like to do training and stuff like that. I am the nonprofit sector. Wait for it. Connector. Philanthropy and Focus is show. Winner's Center for Autism. Chris Ponzio and Lisa Lee and Tommy D. Right back. Passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Hey, Back. Your boy, Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector. Go to this website, please, later on today, right this second, whenever you get a chance. Winters 
Center for Autism, Winters Center for Autism, which is a 501c3 nonprofit affiliated with the Winters Family Foundation, established in 2020 after years of thoughtful planning and development. This was founded by a successful business family. Okay. They understand strategy. They understand planning. And guess what? Here's the secret. I'm going to let everybody in on nonprofits or businesses. Okay. They run like businesses. They have employees and payroll and workers comp and employee benefits like Vanguard benefits. Shout out to my team at Vanguard benefits. Um, Joe and Michelle, native Long Islanders, Joe and Michelle Winters, strong advocates for high quality services for people with autism since their son, Sean's diagnosis in 1996. 1996 was the year I graduated from Chaminade High School. Go Flyers, Crimson and the Gold. They have long believed that uh, that employment provides a sense of fulfillment and purpose. One in 36 children in the U.S. are, uh, are affected by autism. You know, Lisa, you just said that some th- some things about that, like about the importance of work, the socialization, the folks that are in your training programs that go out and hang out together on the weekends. I mean, to be honest, you know, March of 20 comes around and I didn't realize it, but I was sort of mourning, not to make a joke of people who did lose people, but I was mourning my old life. You know, March, April, May, June, July, and then two years goes by. But I was realizing that <clears throat> I was, I'm a guy who is not usually locked away in an attic. I'm a guy who's usually on the road, meeting people, hugging people, the whole thing, right? Networking, connecting. Certainly this population was affected by not getting out and socializing because we were all affected, but I think it was even more so, you know, um, our, our population as well as the senior population, but not, but, and we find so much connection and socialization through our jobs. We find so much fulfillment. Can you speak a little bit about that in some programs and Chris jump in as, as need be for, from your perspective as well. Sure. So we actually, um, that's right, Tony, we saw a lot of, um, of, 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 of what you just described when we were meeting families in preparation for attending the center, concerns about being home for so long and not having access to even just being able to go to the store or 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 to um, go go for a walk. Sometimes people were even concerned to do that. And then what started to happen is if you do that for too long, transitions can be challenging. So 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 much concern was from from the families that we met with had to do with we want our son or our daughter or or individuals themselves saying I want to get out but I'm nervous and so so we really when the center opened um, when we saw so many families all at once really really ready to take that leap and that jump to come to come someplace every week twice a week be on time dressed appropriately, um, looking forward to learning um, the skills that they wanted to learn so that they could go to go to their next environment, which would be to be competitively paid at, at a business that 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 opened uh, welcomed with open arms. So each day here at the center, um, a trainee comes in and they're met by their job coach. And right away, we start with um, what we would you would see when we get to work every day. So it starts with how you doing? What did you do last night? What did you do for the weekend? And what our job coaches help facilitate are conversations, conversations, um, uh, what you, what needs to be said if, if somebody needs help with that. And and through practice and using some of the, the um, visual supports that we'll use to help facilitate those conversations, what we've been able to, to teach over time is being able to diminish some of those visual supports and really get more natural conversations with our trainees. And then what's nice about that is that when we make the move to, to our employment partners, that's already been taught. So it's just generalizing it to the next environment with the next people. I love so, that. If I could stop you one sec, because I want to visualize what you're saying. So gang, gang, I'm speaking, when I'm speaking to you all right now, I'm speaking to you as business owners and business leaders. Listen to what Lisa's saying. This isn't, we're not, uh, you know, hey, we're not doing anybody a favor to hire them. These are going to be assets to your organization. And the Winter Center for Autism is training these individuals on the skills that will be necessary in your organization. So talk about transition. These folks are learning real life stuff that they can bring into a business to, to, as I say, hit the ground running and be a, you know, a productive member of that organization, right? So that's skills that not everybody has learned. 
right? You know, because of, of differences in, in access or ability. Christine, it looked like you were going to say something there too. No, I just, I was going to share, you know, echo what Lisa said. And I think what, what you hear Lisa describing is, is so um, important for businesses to understand because oftentimes the folks that we meet and that we do training for, whether they want to participate in um, culinary or food service, they want to do hotel or um, hospitality, they want to work in garden and horticulture, auto detailing, business and clerical skills. Generally, it's not the tasks that are difficult to learn. It's all of the soft skills, all of those interpersonal skills. And what happens in a work environment is, you know, you can get shot down right at the interview process because it's typically very um, unpredictable, abstract, conversational. And we will, again, work on those skills here because the transition program that we offer, in order for it to be effective, yes, we have to teach people all of the safety that you need to become a food handler or all of the skills you need to clean a hotel room or to be able to set up, uh, use Microsoft Suite, depending on what your training path is. And they choose that. But the most important thing is what happens when the time clock breaks and I can't clock in who do I go to? How do I get help? Like, who are those people, the natural champions in businesses? So, so much of, of sometimes people hear job training and they think it's like the actual skills and tasks, but so much of it is really those soft skills, the interpersonal skills, and being able to have people have stress management and problem solving skills. Yeah. And that's sort of, as you're saying that, I was going, oh my God, like I get stressed out. Right. And like, I am somewhat, I have some, you know, maybe I don't have challenged abilities or whatever. And, and I, everybody, if you know me, I mean this in love, if I'm using the wrong words, I just, just cause I'm trying to make a quick point. I get stressed and I get super anxiety sometimes. And if I had a job where I was clocking in and the clock didn't work and I can't find HR and I'm like, oh my God, now I'm not going to get my money. Now I'm not going to get paid. I'm going to go into like, I'm going to precipitate a little bit me and I'm going to go into this kind of downward spiral. So I need my own coping mechanisms, right? I think, and, you know, and again, I've been a a working person since I'm 13 years old. So I've built some of these skills, but not everybody has had the opportunity to to get those skills, Chris and Lisa. And it's about, you know, and again, if you've never worked before, you know, I still have these challenges as an adult human being, as we all do, right? Um, You know, waking up at 5 a.m. and go, oh my God, stressful life, I, I, all this stuff. So it's having these mechanisms, these coping strategies that I think are super important. And that's those soft skills as you talk about it. I want to ask you a quick thing. Chris, can you please read me the sign between you, but behind you there on the wall? I could read it, but I want you to read it. So it actually says, create the things you wish existed. And I saw that sign in the store because Joe had passed. People reached out and, you know, were like, do you want to come work here? Because it seems like things will now fall apart. And, um, you know, our determination was, no, Joe's vision and his family and his business were so committed to this. So that is representative, I believe, of what we do here. We create the things that we all wish existed. So so hold on, because I I don't want to lose that. I'm glad I asked, create the things you wish existed. But when when Joe passed at a young age during the, the pandemic, people came to you and said, Hey, Chris, maybe this isn't going to go anywhere. Come over here now and we'll, we'll hook you up. We'll get you sorted out. And, and, and your answer was no way, man. Like this is, this is this man's legacy. This is my mission now. And I'm putting words in your mouth, but this is your mission to take this thing and see it forward. I guarantee this, that over the next 10 years with what I, I'm so excited to be I'll say a participant, but certainly a spectator in what you all are going to be doing. And I want to be an advocate and I want to lend a little bit of the nonprofit sector connector, good juju. I want to lend that to you and your organization because to me, this is my mission is to make the world a better place. And when you tell me, Chris Ponzio, and I already knew it, but when you said 90% of individuals with disabilities are out of work, now I am going to curse. Autism. Yeah, with autism. autism. Dang, that's bullshit. I don't curse on the show, but that's freaking ridiculous. It's not appropriate. It's not okay. It's not okay the way we deal with mental illness in this country. It is not okay that we don't give people with different abilities access to employment. Period. End of story. I said that. I'm your boy, the nonprofit sector connector, and I'm pissed off for greatness. 
Okay, I'm pissed off to make the world a better place. I want to be a part of what you're doing. I want to hang out with the Winters team because you guys are changing the world. Shout out to the Spirit of Huntington Art Center yes. artwork program where we bring individuals with different abilities in <clears throat> to train them on digital art design. Go to my company's website, Vanguard Benefits U, Y-O-U.com. I very rarely promote this, but I want you to go to, pro- to look at our website because that was done by the Spirit of Huntington Art Center. Individuals with different abilities. They helped us with our mission, our vision, our value. And every two weeks, I'm on a marketing call with the team at the Spirit of Huntington Art Center. So I am obviously cranky about this. I, we need to continue to make the world a better place. And that's it. I, I don't know. Somebody's telling me on Twitch. Cerebral wind on Twitch is saying, say it louder for the people in the back, Tommy D. Look, I don't know who you are, Cerebral, but if I yell any louder, the people on the block are going to get angry over here. <laughs> Shout out to you, man, man or woman or person. Look forward to connecting with you. I didn't even know I had any follow me on Twitch. Shout out to Twitch. Listen, Logan, great job keeping me abreast of who's out there checking in. But we got to do this as a team, right? Christine, Chris, Lisa, I, right? I mean, what else is there? That's right. And there's, we have these tests, like we have real people. I could, we could do this for 10 hours, right? Like we have a young man who was in a day hab. Joe Winters gave him a shot and hired him. And he actually worked at Winters Brothers. And then as we were opening the center, interviewed with us for a position. And, you know, he speaks very freely and openly, but he's our receptionist. He's I here. I love him. Can I, say, can I call him out by name? Is that okay? Yeah, of course. Chris. What's up, Chris? He goes by West Coast Don. He's a rapper. He when I, when my partner Ed Probst and I came for a visit, man, my voice is gone today. <clears throat> when we came for a visit, Chris Ponzio, I'm speaking to you. But Chris, who's a receptionist, welcomed us with open arms. Can I get your water? Welcome to Winter Center for Autism, Chris. I'm jazzed to be a friend of yours. You're living out a great life, and you're making an incredible impact. And look, you know, we talked about hip hop. You're younger than me. We talked about a tribe called Quest. We talked about Cypress Hill. You know, I, I want to come and see you rap one day. We'll deal with that another time. We are way over on a break, but guess what? This is my show. And that's how it's going to go. I'm glad we got the shout out, Chris. We're going to come back. When we come back, we're going to have the lightning round. I always wanted to be a game show host. And you see. <laughs> You see the way I dress, nothing should surprise you that that's what I always wanted to do. When we come back, I want to know what's upcoming for the organization. Who are you looking for relationships with? How can we connect you? And I need you to give a shout out to my friend Nelly when we come back and tell who tell everybody who Nelly is. This show is philanthropy and focus. I'm going to need a nap after this. I feel like Crazy Eddie. If you don't know Crazy Eddie, his price is insane. I will be right back. They'll be right back. I need to take a breather. Whew, go to break. <laughs> What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify, your business today. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. 
Every Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Time for this show, my mission, philanthropy in focus. That's what it's about, man. It's about telling stories. I'm telling you, Logan, you got me. My buddy, my producer, Logan, doing these things. He talks to me about Twitch in the chat here. I'm Googling Twitch. That's what ADHD is, gang. I'm like in a deep hole trying to figure out what Twitch is (laughs) while we're on a 30-second break. So you'll have to teach me about that, Logan. But shout out to everybody on Twitch. Shout out to Amy Fleischer. I love you. I will see you for coffee this afternoon. I appreciate everything you do for the nonprofit sector, Harmony Healthcare, my friend. I will, if I can get Dave Grohl's cell phone number for you, Aim, I will. I will text it to you. Amy loves Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters. Anyway, that's now now it's out there. Like she doesn't put it out there to the world. Anyway, Aim, love you. <laughs> so uh, one other quick shout out. Talk about ADHD. My buddy Steve Fry, the SMB guy, will have our friend, both he and my friend Julie Shulam will be on the show. Uh, his show that comes on right after me, he's the SMB guy. The show is called Always Friday because his last name is Fry and Fry means free and Friday and all this thing. Just stay here. Steve will hook you up with that. All right, let's get into it. This is the lightning round. What do we need to leave them with? Talk. Who's Nelly? Okay, quick question. Who's Nelly? Nelly is um, uh, Nelly's Empanadas uh, is our one of our businesses. We wanted a community hub not just people with autism. So we have three businesses. Nellie's Empanadas is one business. Uh, she started here. She's a guidance counselor by trade. She has the best empanadas and other stuff, desserts, really amazing. But she also provides job training for our trainees who want to work in food service restaurant. Uh, and she just opened her second location in Deer Park. So that just creates more job opportunities. And she is uh, fantastic to work with. And if you have a meeting here, we host some meetings for different um, county, you know, uh, organizations, uh, different nonprofits. Uh, we always bring in Nellie's Empanadas, and she does a great job. I had one. I met her out of Deep Roots. I, I was out of Deep yes. Roots. Oh, yeah, so sure. I up there where, not too far from where I live. They have this place called Deep Roots Farmer's Market. And I was up there for another thing I was trying to finagle and connect and whatever. And I see my friend Nelly. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, we're chatting. And then, like, we had, like, three phone conversations later that day. And she tells me she is all about serving our community, the population. Absolutely. Yeah. And what an incredible, <clears throat> what an incredible lady. Man, I think it was like a spinach regatta. I I say it's regatta cheese, but it's not even like if you. There's a video out there that shows these people in Italy, and they don't talk like Italian American people talk about. But we'll I could do a whole show on that because like mozzarella. No, it's mozzarella. I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter. So, (laughs) all right, gabagool. Let's keep moving. Here's the. What do we need these people to know else? Like what else that we can't leave? Lisa, what do you need programmatically? Chris, what do you need on the development side? What relationships? Let's hit them. All right, I'll go first, Lisa. Um, so from Mel, no, that's all right. Lisa will talk about some of the collaborative relationships that, you know, Spirit of Huntington you brought up and great friends of ours, you know, we work together. Uh, But from a development side, look, at the end of the day, we all know that the funding from the state for nonprofits doesn't cut it, right? You can't run good quality programs. And we also, you know, we write for grants, but the truth is everybody does that. So we actually have our signature event. We have a golf outing coming up October 2nd at Old Westbury. It's the third annual Joe Winters Memorial Golf Outing. We have naming and dedication opportunities. The building, you know, every month we're working with different supporters who want to name different spaces in memory of or in honor of family members, businesses. Uh, We do have an event uh, in June at Sabonic. Uh, for for people who are just really, I guess they don't like to play best ball at the traditional tournaments, so they have a much different outing. You're talking different about. outing, different outing, uh, and then we, I would have loved to have said. Come to our New York Jets watch party at Paces on September um, September seventeenth, but it sold out this morning. Right. But it sold out, but. It, maybe if you're the nonprofit sector connector, they could sneak in through the kitchen. I'll ask you later. That's all. All right. We'll talk later. We'll talk about it. But we got to shout out Spirit of Huntington. I want to go back. Now, Lisa, programmatically, relationships. Are there certain yeah. companies that you have your eyes on and you're like, man, it would be great to connect with Conica and Minolta here on Long Island, you know, or Henry Shine? I don't know. Maybe some names. Sure. Actually, I can tell you that that really Chris touched upon the uh, types of job trainings we have here in food service and hospitality and and clerical and office work. So just to continue to build upon our business partnerships is fantastic. We also worked collaboratively with St. Joseph's University. They came and they did a five-week training 
on hospitality and working in the hospitality industry. And uh, about a dozen of our trainees participated in that. And it was just, it was, um, it was really amazing, um, all the positives that came out of that. So we are we are, our, our, our emails are always open. Our phones are always open. We, we, we just want to hear from everybody and not leave any stone unturned. For How sure. do they get in touch with you all? Let's do that. Sure. Uh, certainly email. Um, I can yeah, I'll put my cell phone right out there because. Oh. What is it? It's 631-418-5207, 631-418-5207. And the reason I do that is because. You know, it's uh, I carry two phones for a long time, personal and business. And I think that, you know, it's just kind of simpler to give people a way to reach someone. But our email is a great way if you have a lot of questions or leave a leave a message. And if you leave a message, you know, let me know what you're looking for, because um, we're here. And I just have to say to add to what Lisa said, we started working with Stony Brook Medicine uh, Northwell, we had a couple of calls with, so we're excited about that. Um, we've done a lot of work with Suffolk County Department of Labor, and um, we're hoping to start a pick and pack area as a training area and partner with Amazon, because certainly they're opening lots of warehouses throughout Long Island, and they need a flexible workforce. Uh, and we're, we have a call with UBS Arena next week. So Really exciting stuff. The businesses have been fantastic. Shout out to the Queen's Chamber of Commerce. Shout out to my buddy, Tom Gretsch. Maybe you can get us a hookup with Uncle Steve Cohen out at the New York Metropolitans. Because I think over at City Field, we might be able to do some work there. Let's talk about that. He's not really my uncle, but we we all call him Uncle Steve. Let's go Mets, by the way. (laughs) We got to say one last thing, and then we got to go. Because we're over time, and I got to get my buddy Steve Fry. His show's coming up next. I want to talk to you both. I don't, I'm only one vote on the Lindy Lou board, but I'd love to talk to you about doing something in, in, in Linda's memory. Linda, Absolutely. my cousin Linda at the, uh, at the Winter Center for Autism. Lisa Lee, Chris Ponzio, I appreciate you. Michelle and Joe, I appreciate their vision. I appreciate the entire Winters family. I look forward to connecting with all of those folks out there because I want to be part of the change. And do me a favor, everybody. When you're sitting there and you have an idea, create the things you wish existed. Make it a great day. Your boy. See you later. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? 
I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 